Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one, and it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. Hi friends, welcome back to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. Oh my goodness, I have a very special guest today in the studio, which is my guest room. Um, Catherine Reed, my very best friend, who's losing her shit already. Say hi. Hi guys. <laughs> She's really nervous. This is her first time like ever speaking into a microphone like this and... You know, she's a little nervous, but it's going to be fun because, <laughs> oh my God, we're going to be laughing so much in this episode. We're talking about sex today. Again, this is my, the sex talk you never had part two because one was just not enough. You had a lot more questions for me, so I wanted to make sure that we covered it. And Catherine and I always talk about our sex lives. Like we always have, we just literally will text each other about it like, girl, I just got wrecked. <laughs> and so I thought it'd be fun to bring her on and discuss our, you know, sex lives and answer your questions. That's what we're mainly going to be doing in the episode because in the first episode, I like went through my whole like history with sex. It's very brief. I, you know, but yeah, you can go listen to it. And then I also give a lot of good tips, like for instance, ladies, how to get the best orgasm of your life. So if you missed that episode, you might want to go check it out. And yeah, that's my most played episode for good reason. I think everyone wants to know how to get a good orgasm. So, so yeah, we're just going to get right into it and answer your questions. There's a lot of them. So I wanted to make sure we covered them and yeah calf do you have any words to say i think i would just say everyone be kind to me <laughs> don't take any of this stuff too seriously yeah always don't yeah take it with a grain of salt yes we're not sex experts we just like to have we it. just have it <laughs> for the last um seven years mm-hmm. how old are we 15 14. oh yeah fun fact before i get into it Catherine and i are both weirdos because we what why <laughs> she's scared she thinks I'm gonna tell her <laughs> she just gave me this most scared look um no I just was gonna say that we like slept with one guy before oh. like the guy that we've been with forever mm-hmm. and like Catherine's gonna marry her boyfriend any anytime soon now any day now <laughs> whenever he decides to propose and um but yeah we both lost our virginities to guys that were best friends and at the time were equally douchey so we <laughs> we just kind of 
Yeah, we have that in common because I feel like it's pretty rare to only sleep with two people basically in your whole life. That's us. We like to keep our digits low. Low digits. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I could have used a few before, Sage, but whatever. <laughs> Too late now. Sometimes you just find the gold right away. Mm-hmm. Lucky us. Okay, also I should mention her boyfriend's an Aquarius. And you know what I said about how Aquarians like some kinky signs? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So this is something I just wanted to read at the beginning because I think it's really important important, and I just wanted to read it. So um, someone sent in, this isn't like a question, she just oh. wanted to, um, oh yeah, her name's Catherine. She just wanted to me to like mention it and I thought it was something good to mention. Okay. So she said, hey Heaney, I'm not sure if you're still taking submissions for the sex talk part two, but I figured I'd try anyway. This isn't so much as a, a question as a suggestion. I think it would be awesome if you were more clearly inclusive of non-cis-het relationships. I am not coming for you at all, heart. I've loved all your episodes so far, and from what I've gathered, cis-het relationships are all you have experience with. I think besides kissing a female friend, question mark. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's all I've experienced. Um, so I don't blame you for talking about what you know personally, heart. I think it would probably go a long way for many of your listeners if you said something about how even though you don't have any experience personally with LGBTQIA plus relationships or sexual experiences, so you don't talk about them often, you recognize that they're valid and the sexual escapades can be just as fun, raunchy, and silly. And how <laughs> sexual education should include LGBTQIA plus sex education too. Obviously only if you believe in these things, but I think you do. Yes, I do. IDK, you seem inclusive and accepting. I don't know. That was just a thought I had while listening to the first two sex episodes. One or two sentences may not seem significant, but it really does a lot for representation and fostering feelings of inclusivity, in my opinion. I always look forward to Wednesday mornings so I can listen to the newest episode. Keep being your bad bitch self. Heart. Catherine. <laughs> not this Catherine. <laughs> no, Another Catherine. Spelled the same, though. But I just wanted to include that because it is so true. I mean, I haven't had experience. Like, I've only been with guys, and it just happened to be that a lot of the submissions were people who are in in relationships dating guys girls dating guys but i am so open to everything every type of love relationship sexy time is so awesome and i'm down with all of it so i just wanted to mention that because i realized that if you're listening and i'm talking about being with a guy that might not be relatable to everyone so i'll definitely try to find more stories that you know include more people um but I, honestly just send more guys like send me your sexy stories for everybody i want to hear them all so um yeah thank you for sending that and let's get into some questions oh yeah this one is a funny one okay so hi heen and Catherine. real talk so i tried to buy the mod vibrator <laughs> if you don't know what i'm talking about it's from the last episode it's literally the best vibrator ever i've made so many of my friends buy it um and it's sold out until the end of july or later <laughs> sad face wondering if you guys have any other suggestions for something i can get sooner lol i knew Catherine would. that's why i wanted to put this in thanks in advance love you girls and so sweet seeing your friendship prevail after all these years hope you have an awesome night isn't that so nice uh-huh. um yeah so i knew Catherine was gonna have some motherfucking suggestions okay well i only have like one like not a not a go-to but like it's called i think it's the brand it's on amazon it's about 45 dollars and i solely got it only based off the review the twitter the, oh no, gonna... the tracy's dog oh that one it's but like it didn't a... go viral on twitter or something yes yeah. and the lady that had a you really like that one don't you yeah i don't really like it that you one. don't like it i don't think i did it right but I anyway it for you like 10 ex- seconds i'm done oh my god <laughs> 
dude oh uh, okay what's it called it's tracy's dog is the brand that's such a weird name i know it's um i don't know what it is it's like a su- it's like a suction one it's a suction it has like 10 different vibrating modes and it <laughs> it's like a dildo built in one it's basically like a shape of a u I think Tracy's there's a bunch dog. of different yeah. different variations of it, but it's like it's like a suction and a dildo vibrator thing yeah. built in. But one. I don't know if I'm doing the suction thing wrong because I See, don't feel it as much. Exactly, I couldn't get the suction thing to work. It's mostly just the vibrating part. Like once the you know <laughs> that's all she needs. Yeah, that's, that's She's all. gone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really fast. So, <laughs> so Catherine would recommend that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I the only one I really use regularly is that mod one. So in my opinion, definitely worth the wait. But I understand you want to you know get off before that. So mm-hmm. before then, so yeah, maybe try that one. Or there's a bunch on Unbound. I mentioned that like Unbound um dot com. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. But I just like a nice little like like lipstick kind of one. I forgot what they're called, I but they're you. just really little. They're like little bullets and just vibrator. It's just all you really need, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, try out that Tracy's dog suctiony thingy. I don't know if you any of you guys saw that, but there was like this viral freaking vibrator on Twitter, <laughs> and everyone was like, like it was like this woman who had no legs. had no legs, and she like wrote this review <laughs> saying she was like splashing around was, in the bathtub. Was, yeah, she was using it in the bathtub, and she obviously takes off her leg to bathe herself, and. She was describing how good it felt, and when she was saying that she was using it, it felt so good, she, like, went into some, like, temporary coma. It was, like, the funniest review ever. Yeah, it was, like, this, like, paralyzing, like, orgasm or something like that, and she just started, like, drowning in her tub, (laughs) and her legs slipped everywhere, and her iPad fell off, and there was bubbles all over. She posted yeah. a picture she of the She posted aftermath. a picture, and it was just, like, her leg was, water like, everywhere. Yeah, like, spread across the bathroom floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. So, I don't know if you guys saw that, because it did go pretty viral. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, needless to say, that really sold us on the vibrator, and we were texting about it, and we both bought it, so. Mm-hmm. I even have a tutorial on my... Not, t- not a tutorial. Not <laughs> like, a what tutor- the fuck? Like, an <laughs> unboxing. Like, oh, yeah. On my phone. Oh, yeah, because she used- sent me, and she's like, look what came in the mail. Did uh-huh. a little unboxing i'm like at 8 a.m the next day (laughs) (laughs) that's some good shipping holy shit that's so mm -hmm. funny people know i was like you filmed a tutorial you nasty bitch you didn't send me it (laughs) i probably couldn't use it honestly it doesn't do the same thing for me i don't know where it is right now okay next question this is a timely one hi i'm a follower for over a year now and i love your content and i really like listening to your podcast what are your thoughts on a threesome in a relationship? How would you go about finding someone for one? Would you ever consider doing it with a friend or someone you knew before? Can't wait for the next podcast. I hope this email isn't too late. So, we literally were just so talking about this the now. other night. <laughs> I feel like I have mixed feelings on the whole threesome concept. I think we I think we both have because it sounds really sexy mm-hmm. and intriguing and something that you want to do, especially if you want to, like, spice things up. Yeah. But then when you start thinking about the logistics of it, like sharing your mans yeah. and finding someone that you won't get attached to or that your mans won't think is, like, hotter than you. Yeah, yeah. Than you or <laughs> that's, something. like, where my mind goes, which yeah. obviously is not, like, I say that to Sage and he's like, that's not going to happen, babe. But, I know, but I'm but like, still. But when's the last time you had a threesome, babe? <laughs> yeah, like, like, when's the last time you slept with another woman, babe? Uh-huh. But I always get mixed feelings on it, too. I go back and forth because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. sometimes I just feel super sexy. And yeah. I'm like, let's do this thing, you know, like, uh-huh. let's do this wild thing. And then I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, I can get a little hotter first. And I can, I, can, <laughs> I can do some research or something like that. But yeah, I'm not too sure either because 
I feel like I almost would rather like have like being like an orgy or like a more than just mm-hmm. one other person because then it's just like I don't know if you just add one person then it's so intimate I feel like and that kind of freaks me out and also by the way like nothing against the female genitalia but that's like not necessarily something that I'm like super attracted to like yeah I think girls are beautiful and I would like kiss a girl but mm-hmm. I just I would rather have a threesome with a guy also like another guy because that's like what I get pleasure from so then that's like not as good for Sage so then I'm like, we need more people in this situation. So Sage and I have talked about it because, I don't know, it's kind of sexy. Like, we joked around that for our, what was it, like our 15th anniversary or something, we'd like have a threesome a or like, though. yeah, have a swingers party, <laughs> like something like that. But I just don't know because my mind goes to like an insecure place. So I'm like, what if he thinks she's hot or like, what if like he can't stop thinking about her after, which I just don't think is realistic. So that's why I feel like a group setting where we're all like kind of mm. drunk and just like, it's really casual, not, like, really, like, intimate, but, like, hot, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, just, like, listening to it, like, jumping to an orgy and skipping a threesome may seem a little, like, crazy. <laughs> no. But, but, hey, who knows? Maybe you can jump to the orgy, go back to the threesome. Yeah. You can, you know, gain experience on your own path. There's no, like, <laughs> yeah. there's no, like, particular way that you need to go about it. But, hey, yeah, we've all thought about it. We've all thought about it because the idea Don't sounds lie. hot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I think I'd have to be really freaking drunk or like that's what I think doing too. But like then Molly what if something? I get like I'm 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 like always a happy drunk. But what if I get like a like a a different kind of drunk when we're, if I'm having a threesome or something and I get too in my head about it even more than I would if I was oh, sober. Yeah, I don't think that would happen. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. Mother about you, mother about you. That's what I was thinking too. Like I know, oh my God. like I know Nick would like the like when it would be two girls but yeah then again like what am i like i wouldn't know what to do like yeah exactly. like, i don't know how to what to work with down there yeah i have one but hell what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah i don't know but also the um, she asked like would you ever consider doing it with a friend oh i don't know no. i don't know actually. i don't know i don't think so maybe an orgy with friends yeah but not a threesome with a yeah friend. no 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 or someone like really platonic there's this one girl. Oh yeah. That I'm, not, I'm gonna cut her oh, name. Yeah. No, no, no. But a long time ago, Sage and I talked about it, and we we're like, she'd be a good person because like, she's like really both into both. I kind of feel like her, like her energy is just very like. She's a Waldorf kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just wouldn't be really intimidated, and I like her, and she's really cool, and I just mm-hmm. feel like she'd be like a good person. But would that actually ever happen? Probably not. Yeah. So I feel like either strangers, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't think I trust strangers. But then would you want to do a, a threesome so with someone that has already had a threesome and has that experience? Oh, probably, actually. Or someone that, you know, is doing this from the beginning with you, like it's brand new. Because I think I would want someone who's more experienced and have like have them take me through it with yeah. them yeah. and like teach me a few things rather than both of us going through this like new experience together. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. We'd be, both be like, so who goes first? So, what something? the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we watched, Sage and I just watched this movie the other night called A Good Old Fashioned Orgy. It's actually oh, yeah. really funny. There's, like, some good actors and actresses in it. And it's from a while ago, like, 2005, I think. I don't know. But it was really funny, and this friend group decided to have an orgy as their, like, last big, um, like, banger of, literally <laughs> banger, um, 
in this like old house that they grew up partying so partying in and it was actually really good and I was like dang that looks kind of fun because they it was really like they made it really realistic like it was really awkward at first but then everyone started getting really drunk and comfortable and then like I don't know so anyway watch that movie I guess but I'm not sure that's a really long answer to that but it's a it's a topic I think about often sometimes oh yeah okay (laughs) there was this one time I guess I'm just really letting it all out but I did I've done Molly once just once Mm -hmm. And there was this one time when I was on Molly and there was another couple that I was around and I was like, Sage wasn't there, but I was like FaceTiming him and I was really in the zone. And at that moment, I was like, I would totally like have an orgy right now. (laughs) Probably the Molly talking. But in that moment, I was totally into it. So I feel like I could have that moment again. Do you think sober you could have that moment again? No, I don't. On Molly again or like just drunk. Drunk or on Molly or Mm -hmm. something. But yeah, definitely not sober because I'd be way too in my head. Maybe like once you have it a few times when you're drunk, like maybe, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, that's a good topic. We'll get back to you if we ever have an orgy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let you know how it goes. <laughs> hey, Heeny, how do you know when you're ready to have sex? Because I feel like I want to, but I just feel like I'm too young. I'm 15 and I'm not super emotionally ready for that. Love the podcast. Mm. Well, I think there's definitely like a too young of an age. Like there's, it comes a point, but I think it's a pretty blurry line. And whether you think that you're emotionally ready or not, I don't think that you, you don't expect the emotions to come with it the first time that you do have sex all the young people out there that are listening to it like they're 15 16 even 14 you probably think that you want to have sex because you're just like the horniest time of your life you're going (laughs) through like puberty you're around all these like guys everyone's having sex yeah that have grown like one inch since middle school and you're (laughs) like super hot like super hot men going chest hair (laughs) for the first time time. (laughs) one chest hair is poking out i want to bang them i'm too good they got those pe muscles oh my god (laughs) i don't think you really know because i didn't know like i honestly said i think i don't even know if you remember this probably because i was like one of the first ones in our friends to have sex but Remember, I was the one that said I wanted to wait till marriage. Yes, to sex. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna wait, and then like a week later, she's like, I lost it. Yeah, and I, I don't regret having sex at that time, like at that age. I just do wish I would have waited to wait for like the a more right moment. Like I didn't, like it didn't have to particularly be with Nick for the first time me having sex, but I, I think I wanted to make sure that like I was in some kind of like what's that called um same understanding yeah mutual like understanding of like where your feelings lie Mm -hmm. and everything like that because i'm pretty emotional she's a cancer so the cancer man (laughs) yeah and then so i wouldn't really just want to be like one of those like let's just get this over with fucking chuck kind of peace out yeah people i think i would want to have some kind of substantial relationship to go off of or Mm -hmm. Something you know that would just anything, anything more than what I had. (laughs) So, but you don't regret it though. At the same time, yeah, that's the thing. Like I feel like people get really in their head about it, but I feel like most of the time, once Mm -hmm. it's done, you don't really. You're like, okay. And when you look back at it, you're like, well, it is. It was what it was. Like whatever. I don't regret Mm -hmm. it. But I feel like if you say you're like, I'm not emotionally ready for that, then you should definitely listen to that. Mm-hmm. Because if you are saying that, then it's probably a good thing to listen to and don't rush yourself because there's no, there's no like right age to have sex. It just literally whenever it happens or whenever you feel ready or you're into it, that's the right age for you. It could be when you're, you know, 20, 25, like 18, whatever. 
that's mm-hmm. the perfect time for you. So, yeah. but if you feel like you're too young and you don't feel ready, then don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. don't let anyone tell you it's the right time or like, don't feel peer pressured because it doesn't fucking matter what anybody else says. So. Yeah. And if your friends are having sex too at that age, like, don't feel like you have to rush into it just so you can relate with them. Yeah. That was what you mean. Conversations. That's yeah. A, I, I was like, oh my God, I just want to lose my fucking virginity. Like, I want to see what all the hype's about. <laughs> yeah. I literally was like, I just want to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, most people's first time isn't great anyway. Yeah. Like, literally, I would say at least 80% of people. Yeah, maybe, like, 90%. Not that great. Well, actually, I feel like girls. Guys, I feel like every time, they're like, yes, I got my first nut. I don't know, but I don't think guys talk about losing their virginity. I don't think it's a big deal for guys yeah. for some reason. It's like, just a whole nother topic we need yeah. to dive into. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, just just don't feel pressured to do it, and whenever's right for you, will be right for you. Oh, this is a kind of a similar question. Hi, Heen. First, I want to say that it has been so cool to watch you and your platform grow throughout these years, and I'm so incredibly proud of you. Oh, thank you. Um, you have been my favorite creator for some time now. Okay, now to the sex question. I'm 20 and I've never had sex. I often wish that I had had sex already, but then I start to think about the logistics and get scared. So I guess my question is, how do you find confidence in the sex arena without having sex so that when the time comes, I will be ready? Thanks. Kind of similar. I think the best way to learn about sex is to um masturbate honestly yeah, i was gonna say like i hope you masturbate by now because yeah. if you haven't touched yourself this whole entire time the first time you do orgasm you're gonna explode like, you're gonna fucking you better got towels <laughs> you're gonna need so, a cleanup crew uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah i feel like the best way to find confidence is to just like find confidence in like pleasuring yourself honestly mm-hmm. because once you know what you want and you like know your own body in that way then you're gonna be like i know this shit like this is my body and then, yeah, that's all you really need. I mean, and, like, porn, too, so just to learn things, but it's also not realistic. Yeah, but then also, like, as long as, like, what Rahini was saying is if you know your own body, then you can, and if you get comfortable enough to have that, like, open line of communication with whoever mm-hmm. you decide to have sex with, then things will go a lot easier for you, I can tell you that. But <laughs> also, like, if you're scared about what to do to pleasure, you know, the partner that you're going to be with, I mean, I guess one of your resources could be porn, like... I don't know if anyone practices it. Like I don't think I ever did, but I always hear stories where they practice like sucking dick on a banana yeah. or like a zucchini. Literally, or we had friends that did that. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> and then yeah, exactly. And like we would have like friend groups where we would like get drunk. We would and all we would talk tell, about it. We tell each other how to give like the best blowjob and how you could literally research it. Hell yeah, I yeah. read articles when I was like yeah, 16. I did too. So, like... I did too. Like. There's definitely things that you can learn, and it's not weird to, like, be researching so you can feel prepared, Mm -hmm. because it seems like you're someone who likes to be prepared going into a Mm -hmm. situation. Maybe you're a Virgo or Capricorn, or you just, you know, like to be prepared. But there's nothing wrong with that, so do what you need to do to, like, feel comfortable. But I just think the best way to feel confident is to, like, feel confident pleasuring yourself and, like, your own body, because that's super hot. Like, even if you don't, you've never had sex before, like, if the guy is seeing that you're, like, feeling good in your body and, like you know just Mm -hmm. confident they're just gonna be like damn this chick is hot like honestly the first like i think 15 times i was having sex like i didn't even know what hole it was going in (laughs) i just fucking tried to aim oh my god i was like hopefully it goes in the right (laughs) one holy shit (laughs) (laughs) so that's i mean if that's something you're worried about like look in the mirror too yeah 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 like look where it's gonna go and if you watch porn like you'll be able to see like okay the second hole not the first your pee pee hole and not the third your butt hole so like (laughs) oh my 
my god just let you know you probably know that by now so <laughs> anyone else who doesn't have se- haven't had sex and wants to know what hole number two <laughs> Very vital information being shared on this podcast, you guys. Yes. You're so welcome. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay, hi, Rohini. Love that you're coming back to this subject. All right, here it goes. What? How do you initiate or start having sex? My partner and I aren't super touchy-feely, so whenever one of us wants to initiate sex, it feels so awkward. Do you talk about it first? Do you just start making out? Do you just go for the gold? Thank you and love, love, love your podcast. Okay, well, now, whenever either one of us want to have sex, I either just, like, pull down, like, Nick's pants. Or <laughs> Catherine's just... a horny motherfucker, <laughs> let me tell you. Or I just get naked or and, like, plop on the bed, like, face down, ass up. Or yeah. pretty um it's subtle. Pretty, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't like to, like, mess around anymore, but when yeah. I was younger, um, how I would initiate it would be... If we were spooning, I would scoot my yes! scoot my butt. Oh my god, that was a classic. Or, yeah. Okay, oh, you explain. Oh, you just said butu. Oh, butu is penis. <laughs> so I would like scoot my butt in there, and I would feel it around. Wait till he got a boner, and then I would even scoot it in a little bit more. <laughs> oh and then god, I would I pretend I'd be that. sleeping. Yeah, but then I'd get You're in this like, like arched oh. back booty pose. <laughs> and then Holy I would like shit. I'd like pull down my undies, and I'd just be like. <laughs> and let him make the first Literally. move cool quote <laughs> but yeah i don't know i've always been super touchy touchy i love mm-hmm. cuddling I, I don't know so if you want to have i feel like if i feel like you should just do it yeah because if you're like thinking about it and you know that um your partner's into it just you know just go for it you just mm-hmm. gotta make that move you gotta be ballsy i don't know like you could go two ways it depends on your personality but you could just be like want to have sex or like mm-hmm. you want to that's what i say I just walk in and go do you want to bang i literally say yeah. that that's how i initiate it <laughs> but um or if you want to you know like have some nice foreplay really get into it talk about it for before like whatever mm-hmm. you need to do but i think you should just initiate it so at least you you know you get it over with and then you start getting to the good parts mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully like the more you initiate it the more and the longer your relationship is the more comfortable you guys get with yeah. each other and it won't feel as awkward at first and it'll become more like a natural kind mm-hmm. of just like walk in a room, want to bang yeah, kind of thing or you want to make love. Like whatever would, whatever mood you're feeling, you know, sign up for yeah, that and commit. I'm like, so, I want to just have really passionate love right now. And then it turns into like rough, hard sex. You're like, yeah. that's not what I wanted. Yeah, I, like, I changed my mind. <laughs> so oh. I think, you know, with repetition comes... comes what's that, um, what's per- not, not practice makes perfect, but like, um ease i don't know repetition becomes with like ease muscle memory things like, like that. getting more comfortable <laughs> yeah yeah it won't always be you know awkward yeah just go for it and if this person cares about you and you guys are like you know spending a lot of time together and already thinking about it like what could go wrong you know mm-hmm. it, even if the first time isn't perfect like that's that doesn't matter also like you said do you just start making out if you don't want to have if you don't want to like, actually say out loud like do you want to have sex or initiate too much like, if you just start making out with them, you can kind of gauge off of that how much, like, tongue action you're getting oh, or true. how much, like, air humping you're getting yeah. around and, and like, how much boner. touchy touchy. Yeah, like, and then you can kind of just ease into it that way. And that'll be way more of a, like, subtle way of going into, like, seeing if you want to have sex or if your partner wants to have sex with you without actually saying the words, do you want to have sex? Oh, I just realized they said partner, so we don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Yeah, I've been saying partner, I think. 
But bone, I just said boner, so oh. it doesn't really apply. So maybe it's not a boy also. Or a throbbing coochie. A throbbing coochie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. When those heartbeats come in. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, holy shit. When those heartbeats come in. Oh, my God. <laughs> she just did a nice you know finger what motion. You about, <laughs> ladies. Um, yeah, so just go for it. Hey, Heaney, I'm 17, and I'm a lesbian, and I've never had sex before, and I know I'm attracted to girls, and I want to have sex with a girl, etc., etc., but when I think about eating pussy, <laughs> she put, like, a asterisk for the U. Um, I'm kind of disgusted, and it kind of scares me. <laughs> I know you're straight, but could you give advice on how to get more comfortable with the idea of having sex? doesn't have to be specific to lesbian sex. It can just be sex in general. I feel like that's just another thing. Like, you never know... You're always scared and, like, nervous about something until you do it, you know? Like, when I gave my first blowjob, I was fucking terrified and handjob. I was mm-hmm. terrified and also kind of grossed out. So, I feel like you just will never know until you do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, just try not to overthink it and try not to get it in your head. But, again, you could, like, um, research it, too. Yeah. and If uh, I was about to have a threesome with a lady, best believe I'd be researching that shit. Yeah, true. <laughs> I have done my research. Still haven't done the action, but still. You've researched? Having a threesome? Yeah, like, with a girl? Like, what to do? Yeah, I've, like, read articles. Like, how oh, to, like... Shit. Yeah. Okay, Cut well, give out. me your notes later. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cut Honestly, girl, out. it would scare me, too. Yeah, like, me, too. Like, not even just, like, eating pussy. Sucking dick. Like, at first, like I said, like, we, I, was I was really nervous. And I was kind of grossed out. I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what and the fuck? I'm, like, this is fucking, like, warm Doesn't... and squishy. Yeah. And, like, and I, I didn't yeah. like it. And then, you know, sometimes it, one day it just clicks for you. And then you just start, like, getting addicted to it. And it's like a popsicle. That's so, her. Like, That's her, not me. Oh. She's, <laughs> she's the blowy queen. <laughs> Would you like to talk about how you're the blowy queen? Well, I'm just answering a question okay, right okay. now. Well, <laughs> she's a blowy queen. But, sorry. I know, I'm like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. He said you get addicted to it and you suck it like a popsicle. I know. No, I keep thinking about it. <laughs> See, not just thinking about it. Oh, well, how to get more comfortable <laughs> with the idea of having. I'm rewriting the question, okay? I just can't get Not just thinking about penis. Like, uh, but on the real. <laughs> Girl, just have sex already then. Like, <laughs> I know you're attracted to girls. And you want to have sex with them. So do it. Yeah. So, so do it. I mean, if you're going to have, like, if it scares you, you just got to do it. You know, what's it called? What they say in the movie, uh, Cinderella story? Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Okay? Oh, shit. That was yeah. a good one. That, that was, was a really good one. one. Cinderella story. That All my really Hillary good. Duff fans, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to happen at some point. Might as well, you know, just mm-hmm. do it. Go for it. And... It's okay to be scared and slightly disgusted. I think that's really normal with any, like, new thing, especially with sex, because it's, like, you know, kind of, um, it's just kind of gross the first time, like, yeah. thinking about it. It's kind of gross. You never know until you try. True. Next one. Hey, Heaney. I love your podcast and I've been listening to it since it started. Sending love to you all the way from Idaho. Anyway, the juicy bits. My question is, I love sex so, so much. (laughs) I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. In fact, I am usually more (laughs) horny than my boyfriend. However, it is literally so hard for me to clear my mind and be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Because of this, I literally can never come. Do you have any tips? Maybe my mind is just overthinking someone else being there, but it's been three years, so IDK what it is. Help. I've, or help. (laughs) I've been able to get there on my own sometimes, but it's usually the same story when I get so close but never to the finish line Mm -hmm. anyway thank you so so much you're amazing and i love you oh love you 
Um, also love that you're like, I love sex so, so much. Mm-hmm. It's just so true. The, the, the fake idea that like men have to be more horny than women is just not true. Like, fuck, I would say I'm more horny like most of the time. Yeah. And I think <laughs> this is like a really good question because it's super relatable for a lot of people where, yeah, exactly. and like, it's kind of confusing where people think like, oh, I've been with my partner so much and I love them so, so much. And I want to be in that moment with them yeah. together at the same time. But sometimes it, you know, you're your mind just doesn't line up with them mm-hmm. you know and like you may be in the mood physically but like mentally your mind's just completely checked out and like i that has happened to me overthinking that like a lot of times and that's something that i do struggle with too but i think it's just like it sounds like it's way easier said than done but like what helps me is just like you have to like talk about it like i i like oh, to yeah. talk while i'm having sex like talking dirty or talking about a fantasy of um yours or your partner's yeah that like, gets you like right in the moment yeah because like yeah. you can physically be like inclined and like ready to go but like if your mind's not in it that's what's actually gonna like prevent you like prevent like, you from doing because yeah. i've been so motherfucking close so many times <laughs> what yeah yeah okay. i've been swearing so much okay i've been so close so many times but then like all of a sudden i'll just think about like, oh fuck the dishes yeah, yeah. And, I, and then i just Some go stupid zing, shit right up yeah, i'm exactly. like fuck i can't do this anymore <laughs> And it takes me, like, a decade to restart, exactly. you know? It's, like, Fuck. restarting the fucking lawnmower or something. Like, <laughs> and it's out of gas, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. But, like... I'm dead. I don't know. Maybe some, like... This is something I want to try to, like, do these kind of, like, therapy, like, clearing their minds. Like, I thought about talking to, like, a sex therapist, like, how to do it. Like, go seek a professional and be, like, how do I clear my mind? Like, how do I, like, really mm-hmm. find, like, my... in Like, tune in with my body and my mind and figure out, like what really triggers me because I can't I don't know I sometimes I think I need help triggers you like in a good way like to... yeah like how do I how can I just clear my mind right away like oh at night? Like, yeah because like I can get in the mood like physically when Nick's like in the mood I'm like okay yeah me too but then all of a sudden I'm like there's just th- other things that are going on you know yeah and so if you you can probably look up some like personal ways that you can clear your mind like just do research online or you can seek a professional and do some of that there's also some like dietary things you could do like i think that can help with like your sex drive a few things i do because this i talked about this in the last episode too because it's really common like it's really common i mean if you think about it like having someone like just kind of like staring at you and pleasuring you is kind of intense so it's easy to get in your head and be like oh my god like what is he thinking is he thinking that i'm thinking this like does my face look weird like are these noise like there's so many things to be thinking about but something that helps me I talked about this last episode but is like it's kind of weird but picturing that you're in like a movie or like someone's like watching oh you always see this I know it's like (laughs) see she thinks I'm weird um (laughs) I never get that like like, picturing like you're like performing or something that always like I don't know gets me in the zone and like talking like you said like Mm -hmm. that just gets you right right in it and then also I find when my mind is like the calmest when I can actually just like just orgasm like super easily is when I'm super fucking relaxed and like just chill and like I feel really confident and I'm just like I don't know it doesn't happen all the time but sometimes when I'm super relaxed and like feel really confident and really hot or whatever mm-hmm. and I can just like literally in my mind I'm like I deserve this fucking shit like mm-hmm. I deserve this orgasm and that's when I'm just like chilling and I don't give a shit like what my face looks like or whatever so that doesn't happen all the time but just being like I deserve this shit and like relax trying to relax in some way or like yeah get into the moment but it is really hard so I think it just takes also like practice confidence like and if you talk with your partner about it like them knowing that might like take you a little longer or whatever ahead of time 
like so then you don't have any you don't feel like they're you're like letting down their expectations or whatever mm-hmm. um because that's half of it for me i'm like oh my god is this hand gonna fall off like <laughs> am i taking too mm-hmm. long is he too tired hey there heeny i've been with my boyfriend for almost a year now and we've recently moved into an apartment together Lately, we've been arguing about how often we have sex. He feels unwanted by me because we only have sex like twice a week versus the every day we had it before quarantine. Honestly, I think being with him all day every day removes some of that longing for me that I used to feel and I feel less inclined to have sex all the time. Do you have any experience with this or any tips? We've talked about it a lot and our sex drives are just not matching up right now. Love you and the podcast infinitely. Your content gives me all the good vibes, girl. Aw. Um, this is such a good question and also so, like, normal. Like, everyone experiences this, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I think it's normal, like, we're each individual human beings going through different, like, times in our lives and your hormones, men and women, always go up and down and, like, your sex drive always goes up and down and there's no, like, normal amount of times to have sex, you know, mm-hmm. because it's always so changing. Um, so, like, d- definitely don't beat yourself up about it. And also, getting used to being around someone all the fucking time, that's a huge thing. Because, like, the longing is a real, real thing. Like, Sage and I used to have insane, crazy sex when he was in the Coast Guard because we wouldn't see each other, like, half the week. So mm-hmm. then we'd come home, I'd be like, oh, and we'd have sex, like, three yeah. times. And I'm sure now you guys probably do that, too, because Nick's yeah. gone a lot. But, um, yeah, anything you want to say? <laughs> I mean, yeah, just really consider the fact that you guys just recently moved into an apartment together. That, that's just going to be the new normal. Like, you're not going to have sex every... I mean, if you do, holy shit. Like, hopefully you're not, like, fucking raw at the end of the week. Yeah. But, like... I don't know many people that have sex twice a day every day. Yeah, exactly. Who lives together. <laughs> I know. It, it, it's just... Sometimes you'll have, like, sex once a week or mm-hmm. once every two weeks. Or you'll have it, like, four times a week. Yeah. It's it's whatever mood four that you guys are in. Four times a day. literally yeah. just depends. But, like, I don't think there's any, like, exact... Like, right tips. Yeah, yeah. There's no tips that we can give you. It's just, like, you need to consider the fact that, like... Like in high school, like when we were away, even from our boyfriends for the day or something like that, we'd be like, "Oh, next day, like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump on that like, tree and <laughs> yeah. just do whatever I want." But now that you know that you're gonna be going home to your man's every single day, it's just like, okay, well, I can get it whenever I want, and so it's kind of based off of your 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 sex drives that are gonna be like, and when they're gonna be in tuned or not. But and also like him saying like he feels unwanted. I feel like mm-hmm. that's just something you need to talk about because. Like, it's normal that you don't want to have sex every day, and, like, frankly, he shouldn't, like, expect that from you, because it's very normal to, you know, not want to have sex all the time. I feel like that's just a conversation you need to have, because you should just get to a place where that doesn't make him feel, like, sad and unwanted and, like, some type of, like, letdown or something for him, because that's just life, and you know, he just needs to get over that, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what else to say, but, like, it's not realistic to want to have sex every single day, and I understand maybe he feels certain insecurity about that or whatever, but you just need to get on the same page and be, like, really open about it. And there also is ways, like, you could try to spice it up now that you do live together, like, doing some new type of things, like, trying new toys or trying a new scenario or, like, something if you want to spice it up. But honestly, like, twice a week having sex is pretty fucking normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that there is a normal, but that's, like, I would say quite average. <laughs> Don't think you're doing anything wrong by any means and definitely, like, have that conversation to try to get on the same page. Agreed. I don't really know how much we have sex. Like, I know. It, it changes it just every single week. Like, sometimes yeah. I'm horny as fuck. Sometimes stages. Like, yeah, just... sometimes I do, like, back-to-back two days yeah, in a row. Yeah, exactly. Then some days I'm like... Oh, shit, no. what, has it been, like, two weeks? I know. Like, I, I just, you know, you get caught up in the moment, you get caught up in your lives, and mm-hmm. there's so many things that can factor into your your sex drive. Like, 
your physical activity, yeah. like just your mood, your diet, your, your schedule. time of the month too for yeah. women. That's a huge thing. Like, yeah, what you've been eating, mm-hmm. your hormones, like are always all over the place and the time of day. Like there's literally so many factors. So, and if you're feeling confident too, that's a huge factor. Like mm-hmm. when I'm feeling hot, I'm like, yes, like that's when I'm the most down to mm-hmm. have sex. Yeah. I think we're going to take a little intermission now. It's a little bit unique. So we're going to record the second half of this podcast tonight because Catherine has to go to work. Mm-hmm. So we want to finish the rest of questions and we will talk to you guys in a little bit. I mean, it'll just be the next clip, but in case we sound different for some reason, maybe we'll have some wine when we record the second half. I know. Yeah. So we'll get back to you in a second. Okay. Okay. Bye guys. See you in the next clip. Okay, guys. <laughs> hey, we're back. Um, a lot later in the day. We've drank like not even a half, like mm-hmm. a, a smidgen of a whiskey sour that calf made. And we're ready to answer some more questions. I've never done a two-part one, so let's just get into it. We're feeling good. Let's cheers. 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 Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so the next question is um they said hi Rohini I'd love if you brought this up on the podcast because I'm sure other people might relate but it's rarely talked about I have two completely inverted nipples so my breasts look different than the average women's woman's you can google image search if you're unfamiliar it's honestly a big reason why I've only had one sexual partner I'm so self-conscious about them and what people might think do you think this is something I should bring up to a partner beforehand like hey heads up what you're about to see is kind of unique or just say nothing and hope they aren't weirded out would be interested to hear you and Catherine's insight thanks hearts Catherine was just shaking her head when when (laughs) I read the part like to give a heads up which I agree yeah like there's no way that someone's going to go ahead and like or your partner is going to, like, prejudge you based on your body and, like, and expect something that's going to be, you know, different than the normal. Because everyone's body is different. No one's going to be the exact same. And I was just telling Rohini, like, if you're only basing your body off of, like, the picture-perfect, like, porn star's body, mm-hmm. like, you're going to hate yourself. But, like, everyone's yeah. body has their own little, like, quirks and different things that make them unique and that's fine. Like, And your partner will probably be thinking about, like, how hot you yeah. look. Like, because... I mean, I've said this in the last one. When I talked about men, it made them sound like like cavemen. But I was like, ooh, boobies. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, like, the only thing they're going to be thinking about. They're not going to be, like, thinking about your nipples, which I understand why it, you could feel insecure about it. Kath and I were, like, mm-hmm. going over this question. And I remembered, literally, I used to talk about everything on this podcast. But in middle school, when vaginas and, like, sex and all that stuff started being talked about, I realized that my vagina didn't look like everyone else's like look like Catherine's basically (laughs) because we were you know always together what was it what's it what did they call it like a like a widow's sleeve or something like there was like some wizard sleeve there was some name for it and all the boys would like picked up on this term like wizard sleeve like oh do you think she has a wizard sleeve and they'd like look at yoga pants and be like oh "Oh, I think she has a wizard sleeve oh no she doesn't I don't have like the coin slot that was the other one they're like I I never heard those terms yeah okay well I was really insecure about it it literally was and that's why I was so scared to be like ever eaten out because I was like oh my god like my vagina is so ugly and gross and like humongous and it like hangs down and other people's don't like Catherine's doesn't <laughs> like Catherine has the perfect one and so I was literally so insecure and so like scared to be eaten out and then 
or anything and then I like googled it and it's extremely common and it's it's just like normal like there's everybody is normal and everybody's like beautiful so obviously it's easier to say like in hindsight but at the time I felt so insecure about it so I understand what you're going through well I would say like <laughs> if you were to talk to any person like guy or girl and you were to ask them and get like intimate enough with them to ask them like what's their one insecurity about their body mm-hmm. like they would ha- they'd ha- come up with something you know yeah, and that's just yeah they, and it's and you may think if someone brings up something like like if when you were telling me that her vagina was weird i'd be like what like i thought your yeah. vagina was like so petite and like, <laughs> like thin looking and like super fit but you know and then dead. the way that you look at someone else's like yeah body it may not be the same way that you view it, you know? It's the same as any insecurity. Like, it's yeah. always ten times worse in your mind, you know? Mm-hmm. No one notices it. And, like, you have to kind of just, like, get past the part where, like, you get insecure about your, like, your body parts that make you you and just kind of embrace them because yeah. no one else has it. And you can just be like, this is my identifier. And, like, like hey. nobody, like, your partner, I, I doubt anyone would think it was weird unless you were, like, making it weird, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you're just hella confident in your body and just, like, you know, this is me and I'm beautiful. Like, let's have fucking sex. Like, I feel like they're not gonna, mm-hmm. they're not gonna notice. Also, it doesn't fucking matter. And any person who thinks your nipples are, like, a factor into, like, if they, if they're talking about that being weird, then they're fucking weird. They're, like, like immature and yeah. probably inexperienced and they probably think that they're all shit. They and probably they don't get, get laid, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so. Like, I was gonna say, like, I don't know how it came up, but, like, oh, like yeah. well, we people could... would make fun of my nipples, too. My, really? Like, I don't know how I got... Oh, maybe because when I first moved here, you know how I was, like, so open with my body because I, like, came yeah. out, you know? I was, yeah. like, oh, I don't care getting naked in front of all these, like, yeah. girls. And they'd be, like, oh, my God, weird. And I had, like, I had darker nipples than everyone, first of all, because yeah. I'm, like, the only Asian. Because we're all fucking white. But also had bigger nipples than normal. And I don't know normal. who it was. Yeah, than, than quote, quote, normal else. than a 13-year-old girl, I guess, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> but they called me sausage nips do you I remember, remember that? that yeah i don't think i never did that no no no, no, no it was guys oh god and i'm like how do you even know bitch i never showed you shit like see that's the thing it gets out like some fucking snitch in the girl group i know like, telling everyone because they found out about me they found out about Catherine, and then this yeah. one other girl they were calling her ghost nips and it was like mm-hmm. we all felt so insecure and like upset and those guys are fucking lame because they had never seen a girl naked anyways. Yeah, so, but also in the, real life. Whoever, so. whatever bitch spread yeah. that shit. Whoever snitched. And tried to not say, cool. tell these to the boys that have, first of all, never seen our bodies because yeah. we were in middle school. She probably just wanted to make feel better about her own body. So, like, yeah, if someone, true. if you ever catch a girl or a guy or anyone in particular, like, just, like, picking out, you know, something yeah. that makes you you and... Like about your body and tries to like drag you. It's probably because they have insecurity of their T. own that they're trying that to like cover. That applies to up. anything. Like, yeah. When someone's dragging someone else down, it's their own shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. Anyway, this is to say that we think your nips are fucking awesome and mm-hmm. just get laid and be confident. And if anybody thinks it's weird, then they're fucking weird. Yeah. Inverted nipples or not, people are gonna want to suck on them titties. T. Mm-hmm. T. Exactly. All those things I was so insecure and nervous about obviously don't apply because also for the post people oh sorry go ahead no 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 it's okay okay for people that may have had kids okay neither of us had kids yet but like Mm. my sister she like had perfect tits okay like the picture perfect tits if i had to say perfect tits it'd be hers (laughs) but then she had a kid and as she was pregnant like her boobs got so engorged which is normal her nips got so big and they got black like her nipples got oh yeah you sent me a picture (laughs) she was so yeah she was so like self-conscious about it and like nervous and just like didn't think that any other guy would want to look at her boobs anymore especially because after she breastfed her boobs would you know naturally sag because she was feeding her child yeah because that's what happens and 
she just got so self-conscious about it and now she's only five years later she's like just now getting like quote quote recovering from that and being able to look at herself like her body and actually love it and it's like it may take time but it's like your body does amazing things and whether you were Mm -hmm. born with it or not or if it comes with pregnancy or some kind of like life-altering thing that happened and changes your body like all of those pieces of you like tell a story and you should never be Mm -hmm. ashamed of it it's just the way that you know who your mom or god or whoever you believe in whatever higher power like made you yeah t see this is why it's nice to have Catherine on because she's a cancer and so (laughs) her advice is like you can you guys can tell obviously listening to this our advice is very different but i feel like it works Mm -hmm. well together because it gives like a well-rounded thing which is why i like having her as my best friend because she always like i just like your advice anyway just handy i just love you that's all (laughs) thank you Okay. Oh, cute. Someone said, hi, Heeny Benini. <laughs> um, so my boyfriend is in the army and is currently in Korea, which means the only way we get it on is through FaceTime. He was, oh, I know. Six, six, six he is finally coming back to the States and we were planning to have sex for the first time with each other. I've had sex before, but I haven't felt this nervous about it since the first time I had it, which was years ago. I think it has to do with the fact that it's him and I know he's the one I'm meant to be with. Oh, before he left, we did fool around a bit and I sucked his dick, but that's as far as we've gotten. He has seen my body completely naked, so I'm not nervous because of that. I guess I just really want it to be amazing, especially because I've liked him since I was 13. This is so fucking romantic. I'm 22 now and we've been dating for the whole year. He's been in Korea. Wow. Okay, if you can make it through that shit, like, oh my gosh, it's meant to be. Also, every time I come, I feel like I'm peeing. But I know it's not pee because I emptied my bladder before doing anything. I've heard that means I squirt, but I honestly don't know how to make it happen. Anyway, I love your podcast and your YouTube channel. You truly make your supporters feel like your friends love you. Oh, that's so cute. Dude. Okay, dude, if you squirt, that's Blood. like like that's like the diamond in the rough, right? Like not everyone... even diamond in the rough, just like diamond. Diamond. No, yeah, like people always talk about how like sexy that is. Yeah, that's but... like a thing. That's like holy shit, she squirts. Uh-huh. Like, ooh. if you feel like you pee, like you're peeing. Do you squirt or like? No, I mean, dude, I've I've done it once. Where it feels like you're peeing. I've squirted once in my life. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> and it like, does feel like you're peeing, and then you like look oh. in the bed, and you're like, oh, but it wasn't snappy. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I don't know how it happened. Only once. Just like somehow happened. Anyway. Whoa. <laughs> you can do it to yourself, girl. You just gotta keep that line of communication open and let, teach him the you know, let him take the reins and. I guarantee he's gonna be amazed. Yeah. He's gonna be like. Shit. So what was your question? He just wanted she just wanted to know like how how to make it like special. I mean, I feel like it's normal to be nervous about it, especially cuz you obviously like care about him and you you know that it's really serious and there's a lot of anticipation about it. But I feel like because you guys are so connected, it seems like it's going to be amazing no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be super special and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you should just let it like happen naturally. Like don't ent- don't like dwell on it too much to the point where you overthink it and then, you know, maybe maybe it's not too special if you just like what's that called where you like ex- expect so much from it and then all of a sudden your your hopes oh. get up like i think you should just go with the flow and let your whole like foreplay and role play whatever let it happen naturally because yeah, like, you've already done stuff on facetime yeah. like i feel like it's gonna be so good and so special and just and ob- and even if it isn't everything like you were hoping up for in your mind like you have a lot of more time to make it Mm-hmm. amazing so honestly and maybe the first time that you guys do have sex like it may be so like anticipated that you guys both just yeah. like finish like so quickly but hey there's <laughs> no you know no problem for going for round two after a quick yeah, you know tea. intermission so so yeah that oh that's the best part about long distance yeah. dude holy shit yeah that's what i was saying like whenever oh when God. we had when we were doing long distance the like, best sex ever and i'd see him for like 
two days or something like that. We probably had sex like eight times yeah, in those exactly. two days. Like, I know. We would just stay in his dorm room and just <laughs> fucking fuck like yeah. the whole time. And then be like, oh, maybe we should go sightseeing. You're like, something. nope. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just cuddle first or something like that. But <laughs> literally, hey, if you gotta squeeze it in. Also, I know one word in Korean. Annyeonghaseyo <laughs> is hello. Oh. <laughs> I think yeah. I I think I heard that the other day. Like I read that. Um, so say that to him. Maybe that'll you know put things a little kinky. He probably knows <laughs> some conversational Korean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long distance sex is literally the best. Mm-hmm. Like when the first time Sage and I didn't see each other for five months, that time that we saw each other, we li- yeah, like you said, we literally mm-hmm. had sex like four times a day at least. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's sometimes insane. it's like. It's just, like, you're just doing it to get it all in. Yeah. Because by the time after, like, three, honestly, actually, honestly, after two, I'm, like, pretty much raw. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's not even, like, not, like, not enjoyable, but it's it's just, just like, like getting rid of an urge. Yeah, like, my tingles are just, like, numb by then. So, then it's just, like. (laughs) I'm dead. My tingles are numb by then. You just don't even feel it. You're just, like, yes, love this mental. Love it, love it. It's just basically, like, mental therapy. (laughs) And then it's, like, okay, I'm having sex. Like, I'm just getting it all (laughs) in. Haven't done this in five fucking months. (laughs) Yeah. Just getting in all your juices. Oh my god, Catherine says like funny things a lot of times. Yeah, my what's my so? Your yasya or your yasis? Your yasis. Yeah. She just makes like little nicknames for everything. Yeah, like her, everything. her boobs like have a different name every week. Yeah, like oh <laughs> so I have to yassies. try to figure out what she's yeah. saying. <laughs> the other day she like said something and I was like, what? Like every single word was a code name that she just came up with like recently. Uh-huh. So funny, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. When she's drunk, it's, like, only me and Nick can figure out what she's trying <laughs> yeah. to say. But that's like, since, like, high school. Remember when I just don't speak English after I'm drunk? I'm like, yes, I'm English. And I'm like, uh-huh. And it's <laughs> like, what the fuck is she saying? <laughs> I somehow, I feel like I've always been good at that with everyone, low-key. Mm-hmm. Like, when people aren't making sense. Or, like, in college, I had a lot of friends who English wasn't their first language. And I could always figure out what they were trying to say. I think I just felt the vibes, hey, you know? Yeah. Felt the vibes. Maybe you were in your past life. Just you tooting my own horn like, here. <laughs> like super, what's that? What's Super your... trilingual, multilingual. Yeah, yeah I was like, no, multilingual. every fucking language. That'd be, literally, when people ask me, like, what superpower I want, like, one of them is to know every language and okay, understand it. Okay, top three superpowers. Teleportation, okay. understanding, like, and speaking every language, and, okay. um... Even animal language? Of course. Being able okay. to talk to animals, that'd be the best. Being able to, like, breathe underwater, that'd be cool. Teleportation doesn't include time travel, right? Because that's kind of, like, cheating. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. No, it doesn't. Okay, mine would be time travel, so I could read. <laughs> so you're one-upping me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, like, yeah, whatever. Time travel. <laughs> time travel. Probably flying, because I've had so many flying times uh, when I was younger, like, and I just mm-hmm. want to fucking fly. I could see you'd fly. <laughs> and, like, Love that for you. That's basically teleportation. Love that. Ability to read people's minds. This is a long one, sorry. IDK, if anyone else can relate, but I've been on antidepressants for almost two years and it has affected my sex drive so much like it's basically non-existent. I lost my previous relationship and struggling in this aspect with my current boyfriend because of it. Sad face. He's understanding and loves me a lot, but it hurts him and his confidence for me to be the only girl he can't make come. And I can do it myself through clitoral stimulation, but I can't do the same while we're both together. IDK, I can't when I'm being watched or slash in my head is super normal um so i bought a vibrator from unbound like you recommend in the first episode but one he said it felt humiliating for him because i needed something else and two it was big the ollie i haven't tried that one and too strong so i was in my head and couldn't come i know part of it is because i'm in my head but even when i'm not just penetration isn't enough and i can't touch myself where it feels good while having sex dot 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 
Oh, and to top it off, I have an extremely low sex drive, so it's very rare I want to have sex in the first place, so it's not like we have many chances to try. I've been taking a lot of supplements and mood pills by Ray to hopefully help, but it doesn't seem like they're helping my sex drive, and I'm too embarrassed to go to the doctor and talk about how I don't get horny and I'm 20 years old. It sucks, to be honest. Any advice? First of all, I just want to say, like, my heart goes out to you because this Mm -hmm. just sounds like such a just hard situation, and um, I definitely feel for you, and I can tell, like, it's very upsetting to you just by reading your message. So just want to send you some love. And I feel like nothing is normal. Like every person is so individual and is going through their own things. And like, I'm just saying this maybe to try to help like you take the blame or like guilt off yourself because I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not your fault, you know, like you're doing your best and just don't like add that extra layer of like guilt or feeling like not normal or weird. Um, because it's just unnecessary and you're doing the best you can. So fighting depression is hard enough on its own. So I'm trying to think of like tips. I'm trying to- I mean, a huge accomplishment in itself is that you're acknowledging it and you're like confident enough to be able to identify that. And, you know, you're taking the first step to like seek help or even seek advice or. I feel I like, know, like for me, I mean, you said you're taking a lot of supplements, but I just would like wonder what you're taking maybe because. Mm-hmm. My sex drive went up literally so much when I started taking vitamin D and, like, a really good, um, like, multivitamin every day because mine, like, was pretty low for a while and vitamin D has so much to do with your mood and, like, your happiness mm-hmm. and just everything. And also, I know this is cheesy, but, like, working out, honestly, mm-hmm. I was just helps say. so much and I hate fucking dude. Every time I would say mm-hmm. anything, Sage is like, well, you should work out. And I'm like, shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. I don't want to work out, bitch. Like, I'm just sad. I don't want to work yes. out. But it, it actually does. And maybe, again, this is TMI, but Sage's sex drive was way, way, way down during mm-hmm. quarantine because he wasn't able to go to the gym. Like, I would be the one that was always initiating. I'm like, what? You literally haven't initiated sex in, like, months, which mm-hmm. is not normal for him. And he started working out again, and literally within, like, a few days, his sex drive was, like, back Mm-hmm. as it was before and I think you guys were talking about that too yeah like I was just gonna say like I just recently started working out again I think like a couple weeks ago and I've already noticed such a big difference and mm-hmm. like I've always considered myself like pretty horny but <laughs> like yeah in quarantine and like this like last year sometime like I had like a really tough time and I've um noticed that like I wasn't really even mm-hmm. I my sex drive was so so low and I wasn't even like masturbating to be honest like I just didn't even I didn't even think about it and I just and I just wasn't aroused by anything. And so, mm-hmm. like, if you just start working out, like, dieting and just, like, taking care of yourself, like, self-care is, like, the biggest thing. What I do you think mean by dieting, though? People are going to, oh, people are going to, like, oh, big, oh, well, just, like, eating foods that make you feel good. Like, yeah. it could literally be ice cream. Like, I fucking love ice cream. <laughs> I always got, like, six jars or tubs of it in my, my fridge. And, like, just yeah, doing things that make you happy. Yeah, like, do things that make you happy. Like, I personally find a lot of joy from just, like, like walking on trails that I'm like familiar mm-hmm. with or even watching old movies that bring me back like good memories or sometimes like when I'm really in my feels I journal which is like really rare See? but like yeah I've been doing that too yeah, recently it, it's like super rare but sometimes when I just like feel it I feel it but yeah I think the biggest thing I've always noticed when I like have a low sex drive is just it's just working out like if I work out mm-hmm. for like four days straight like like I just I just want to have sex and like, I know I, it's I annoying to do. hear that though because whenever Sage or anyone is like, oh, just try working out. And I'm always like, ugh. Like, it's mm-hmm. so annoying to hear that. It's, like, literally a scientific it's thing. A, like, it's, unfortunately, it is a scientific, like, proven thing, <laughs> yeah. although it is annoying to hear it. Because yes. I understand you might be like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. But that literally is, it helps, it definitely does that a lot for me and a lot for Sage, too. And mm-hmm. it just, it's just one of those things. I feel like if, 
if you could get to the doctor, like, or just, like, work up the courage to go to the doctor, there's gonna be no embarrassment from them, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. this is, I'm sure they have a lot of other people who are 20 years old and having the exact same thing that you're having, so maybe you feel embarrassment going to the doctor, but no one else will be able to see you go. You don't have to tell anyone you're going if you don't want to, and your doctor's not gonna, like, make you feel embarrassed. Yeah, they're not there to shame you. Yeah, or to, like, like, they're there, you they're there or... to help you, so if this is something that really bothers you and upsets you, like, I would... I would consider going to the doctor or going mm-hmm. to someone like gynecologist or like a naturopath or yeah. But you someone. were saying earlier, like when you got unchecked, your like your hormone. Yeah, hormone it's levels. a huge thing. When I got my hormone levels checked, like so much shit was out of whack. And when I started taking all my supplements, like my sex drive went up so much, and I just mm-hmm. all around felt so much better. Dude, I've been working out like <laughs> three, four times a week sometimes. When I was like pretty upset, like going through a tough time and basically depressed. I was did not want to be on top that entire time. Like there was probably yeah. like six months where I did not want to go up, up on top. Only wanted to have sex in the dark and yeah. didn't even want to. Like I just didn't want to like do anything. I just wanted to fucking lay there. Yeah. And feel good. But then it was just basically me like blocking myself from wanting to feel good and everything. And now, just the other day, <laughs> hey, you know me, on top the entire time. Okay. Ooh. And when I'm feeling myself, Get it, girl. you know it. Svetlana Blowy Girl. Oh my god. Oh, but they don't know who Svetlana is. You have to explain Svetlana Blowy Girl because she literally is the blowy queen. I think I said that earlier, but she literally is like... Where is she from? Shameless. Shameless, yeah. If you guys watch Shameless out there, my you know name is Svetlana. Svetlana. I cook, I clean, I, 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 I raise babies. I give I give blowy. I give blowy. <laughs> Basically, Svetlana is like my inner... Her inner... That's my... That, that would be my ego. Yeah, that would be my fucking, porn star name. Yeah, Svetlana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, when she's excited, like, about anything she'll tell me, she's like, I woke Nip- Nick up and gave him a quick blowy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, he'll like, be dead asleep and she, like, wakes him up. She's like, baby, I'm excited. And, like, gives him <laughs> a blowjob because she's excited about, like, anything. Like, yeah. buying something new or, like, going mm-hmm. to a new class or, like, anything. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, there was a time where, like... Even on my period, okay, I was like, oh god, I mm-hmm. need to get blowy. Like I love which it. is literally, and like not Nick has like turned me away at times where Holy I'm literally shit. because he's like Catherine, no, and I'm literally like over here trying to take off his <laughs> pants because I'm like, I just love you, baby. <laughs> I feel like just I don't know how like open you've been with everything with your boyfriend, but hopefully he can be really understanding and not put more pressure on you. Also, the whole him like not really digging that you have a vibrator. That's just, like, I don't know. That seems to be kind of a reoccurring theme, and I understand because it makes men, like, feel maybe, like, emasculated or, like, mm-hmm. they can't, like, like why I cannot do that for you and I can't do that. But it's, like, unrelated to me. Like, it's two separate things. Like, when you want to pleasure yourself and when you want to, like, get fucked, like, that's a separate mm-hmm. thing. Like, no one's dick vibrates. Yeah. You, know? like, <laughs> you just, you can't. Like, oh sorry, like, once God. you find me a vibrating dick, sure, I'll throw mine away, my vibrator away, but... <laughs> Until then, I'm like, dead. I'm keeping it. Oh so. my fucking god, I'm dead. Sometimes penetration just ain't enough. No, it really isn't. Okay, literally, I don't know the statistic, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, 95% of women can't come just from penetration or, like, yeah. 90. Like It literally took me, like, six years. So. <laughs> yeah, she, like, has been able to do that recently, and that's, like, pretty oh. exciting. Because yeah, I'm like, that's rare. I thought I'm I was never able to on do that train. it. But hey, you know, actually, wait, it happened to me once yeah, <laughs> on our honeymoon. Me, yeah, I was gonna say, you told me that. You, on our yeah. honeymoon, yeah. It's very rare, extremely rare. I'm like, burning. <laughs> You gonna make out with me? No, I'm just like, I'm not God, gonna I'm see Nick tonight. <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, you have your vibrator. Tomorrow morning. Also, yeah, it's very normal to not orgasm from penetration. Like, yeah, it's it's really normal. Again, like feeling super confident and like sexy in your own body and like 
knowing what you want with pleasure and like just experimenting with yourself like aside from your boyfriend can also I feel like increase you wanting to try things with your boyfriend or just like wanting to have sex more so Mm -hmm. that was a very long answer to your question but number one we are sending you love and um we just feel for you and like everything you said I'm sure so many other people can relate to Mm -hmm. so don't be embarrassed and or try not to be embarrassed I'm like don't be embarrassed (laughs) try your best not to be embarrassed and if you need to like go to the doctor there's nothing wrong with that at all so that's what they're there for, you know? This is a nice, concise question. Okay. I'm 16 and I've been having sex with my boyfriend of two years for a while now. I don't know how to bring up birth control to my mom who doesn't know I've been having sex. That was my first reaction. I say do it without your mom. You don't need your mom's blessing to get birth control. You, just, you can go to the doctor and, like, they, you don't, like, they don't have to let her in. Like, you can, mm-hmm. like, say something. Like, you could even email your doctor ahead of time or call them or something and be like, hey, like, can you say at this appointment, like, we just want to see her by herself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to do a certain exam. I don't know how it works. But I know you can go without your mom. And also, if you want birth control, like, your doctor can't tell your mom. Like, if you're, get, like, doctor-patient confi- confidentiality. like. But then it's it's weird. That that's what I thought, too. But, like, they send home your doctor statements. Like, you're – and, you know, they hand them there. And they, they literally write down on it the prescriptions that you're, you've been given. Like, your medications or your prescriptions. Like, I on mean, your insurance or something? Yeah, on mine, uh, at least. Yeah. But, hey, like, we both have really different stories of how our parents found out that we were having sex. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know the context behind it. Like, is it your mom doesn't know that you're having sex because you aren't close with her, like, on that level? Or, or she doesn't approve? Yeah. So, if she's one of those, like, not to call it, like, any... Extremely conservative issue. Christian yeah. parents? Like, if that's the reason why, girls, keep it to yourself. Cause, like, yeah, like, if you're just scared to talk to her about it but she probably will be accepting like Mm -hmm. then yeah definitely talk to her like that's how I was I was really scared to tell my mom but she was like she didn't necessarily approve but she also understood and she like helped me get birth control Mm -hmm. but I've also like been with multiple friends where I drove them to Planned Parenthood and they got birth control from Planned Parenthood so Mm -hmm. like whatever route you have to take like if you think you should be on birth control then you know take the steps you need to take like having sex is an adult decision even though you're 16 or 15, we were 15, like, it's still an adult decision, so, like, you have to, you know, buck up and be an adult about it, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And overall, if, like, if you're really nervous about tell- telling your mom and talking to her about possibly get- like, getting you on birth control, and if you do come to her, like, in a really, like, calm and mature way, mm-hmm. I think, like, you guys, your guys' relationship could be, like, really strengthened, and you guys can be closer that way, and she'd you know, look at you more as an adult and trust you more and, like, think of you as being really responsible for coming to her mm-hmm. in, like, a really, you know, um, like kind of tough, way. yeah, like, tough kind of conversation to have. And, she, you know, she may trust you more in the end. Yeah. Depends on your mom. Yeah, it depends, <laughs> Very though. much depends on your mom. Know who your mom is, yeah. but, like, hopefully she's one of those. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would just say, like, if you think you should get on birth control, which you prob- probably should or at least have some form of birth control, mm-hmm. um then I think you just need to be an adult about it and get it done whatever way you think is best. Yeah. But in the meantime, But in the meantime, condoms, pull out. Last episode, last sex episode, I didn't talk about this at all, and it was just because it's so, like, honestly foreign to me because I've been with the same guy for, like, almost eight years now. But STDs, I literally didn't fucking talk... I didn't mention them in the first episode just because I'm, like, it's not even in my, like, realm of thought. I forgot those existed. Exactly, but it's such a real thing, and that's another reason why condoms are so fucking important. Mm -hmm. Important, like, when you're 
in college or experimenting or in high school, like sleeping with different people. Yes. Make sure they put on a condom. And if, even if you are on birth control. Yeah. And if they don't want to, then like don't have sex with them because they're yes. an asshole. Yeah, dude. I don't know how many times I went to Wazoo. I don't know how many times my friends have come it's up to me. It's a big party school just yeah. for context. Oh, yeah. Have come to me and have gotten some kind of STD yeah. or, and you know, herps is permanent. Just so you know. Herps. Herpes. Herpes is permanent. Herps. <laughs> Herpes is permanent. You know, you can yeah. get things that can like die down the inflammation or make it less intense. But hey, take care of your body. Even Treat though you're like on a birth palace. control or the pill. Yeah. But get on the, get on that condom when you're sleeping with, when you don't have like a established partner or something where you yeah. guys are exclusive to each other. Even though you might be embarrassed in the moment, like in the long run, you like when you're older, you'll be like. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you're embarrassed in the moment, if that guy, if that guy says no, then he's a fucking asshole and he doesn't deserve your holy cooch anyway. Yeah. And no matter how horny you are as like a party (laughs) school kid or whatever in college or experimenting, just like take care of your body. You won't regret it when you're older. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love the podcast, your style and what you're all about. I look forward to listening to this episode. My question is, is it embarrassing to be a single 24 going on 25 woman who has never had sex before? This is not by choice. Trust me, LOL. My whole life, I've had self-esteem issues and body insecurities about being plus-sized. And as I'm in my mid-20s at the point where I'm basically not quote-unquote normal to have had sex, I'm becoming more insecure about it. I don't know how to get past it and get myself out there. Thank you so much for your time and whether or not you answered my question, I look forward to the episode. Aww. Literally the most respectful freaking question I've ever heard. So, love you so much. Um, It's not... Okay. It's only, like, society making you feel like it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But it's not, like... This sounds like... It's easier said than done, obviously. But if you can, like, not feel embarrassed about it. Like, if you can make it as something you're confident about. Or that's, like, something cool and unique about you you can kind of look at this as like a blessing and think about it as in like hey i have the opportunity now where i'm a lot more mature yeah than most exactly think if they were like 14 exactly. and 15 having sex for the first time they're making better decisions yeah they're making better decisions you can think through the process a mm-hmm. lot more you're Ooh, a lot someone more mature. you actually care yeah, about maybe. exactly <laughs> and you know you just have a better head on your shoulders and just think of it as a pro rather than a con mm-hmm. or yeah. something to be ashamed of. Because, because it's, it's like, not. it's you, it's your life. Like, that is just, the, the reality is that you're 24, 25. And, uh, like, like there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's, fu- everyone has their time and that's the perfect time for them in any situation in life. Like, meeting someone, having sex, getting married, having kids, like, moving somewhere, starting a job. Like, your own, you're on your own unique timeline and there's nothing, like, Nothing society or anyone else does, like, that, that has anything to do with you. You're on your own timeline, and it's perfect for you. And maybe you, this, like, situation happened to you because the person that you're going to lose it to is going to be, like, the love of your life, and it's going to be something so special. So maybe all of those times in the past where it didn't happen, like, was just leading up to this, like, time, you know? You never know. You mm-hmm. never know what's yeah. in store. And you don't need to compare to yourself to, like, maybe your group of friends or something like that that have slept with like multiple yeah partners that's their and own had more experience but like hey like you may not need that experience to find someone that you want to spend the rest of your yeah, life with. exactly like if you had if you have struggled with you know self-image issues and body insecurities like the person that you're going to be with you're going to be way better off making that decision of who you choose to share your body with and mm-hmm. and whether or not that that person being someone that um, loves your body for how it is and you don't have to change a single thing about it 
Mm-hmm. So I yeah. hope that made sense. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. You get to like be an adult and be able to make like good decisions and figure out who's an actual partner that deserves you and like deserves your body, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and just because you think or you say that you're plus size, hey, just look at it as like you have more to offer to your partners. Ooh. <laughs> She's shaking her titties right now, <laughs> if you could see. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sending you love mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's like when it's your time, it's going to be the perfect time for you. Um, is it back on? You we got another, yeah, we got another whiskey sour. <laughs> also, this is a long episode if you couldn't pick up on that already. <laughs> Gonna be a long one. Hey, Heen, this is a pretty nuanced question because it deals with religion, confidence, and sexuality. I grew up in a super super fuck me i'm getting drunk i grew up in a super (laughs) religious family and community recently i've been unlearning a lot of things that i was taught in church as being sinful and wrong one of those things is sex specifically premarital my boyfriend and i recently had sex for the first time and even though i feel so right about it there's still this lingering guilt for both of us so i guess my question is how do you rebuild or learn to be comfortable in your sexuality after years of religious trauma that might sound a little dramatic, but in my faith, you have to confess your sexual quote-unquote sins to your bishop, and it causes so much mental and emotional harm. Love the podcast, especially since so many women at my college can't or don't talk about these things out of fear of getting kicked out because of the honor code here at BYU. Your podcast allows me to have these conversations and not feel so alone. Thanks for everything. Oh, I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> As a personal note, I'm trying to leave organized religion behind and focusing on personal spirituality yes yes girl i actively and intentionally manifested the other day to see a hummingbird the next week was filled with them thank you oh Oh my god i'm gonna fucking cry okay wow um this is a deep question i know i'm literally you you could go on about this question for fucking this could be a whole episode on itself yeah but Catherine and I have definitely have a different perspective like kind of the opposite i mean none of us were i mean neither of us were like raised religiously but We've had, like, religious friends. With, like, that organized have... religion. Because I, like, was raised, yeah, yeah. but not, like, not like this. Like, yeah. it was never a constricting thing. Mm-hmm. And so... It's just th- something kind of I can't imagine, honestly. <laughs> I know. It really... I can't... I can't personally relate at all, but I... It, yeah, it triggers like, we me. Have like, it makes two... me want to fucking fight. Yeah, like, we have our two cents and all, and it's so much easier said than next because we weren't raised on it, but, like, yeah. it, as simple as we can say it, just, like, you know, fuck it. Like, do whatever you want to do. If you want to have sex, whatever go ahead and do it if that feels right for you and like you said you're doing your whole entire what was it again your personal spirituality yeah um which is great like good for you yeah. that's like huge also i'm assuming you're pretty young because most of my listeners are around the same age as me which is in co- yeah, college yeah in college like the fact that you are like doing this and initiating this for yourself is so huge and amazing mm-hmm. and honestly i feel like it takes people years and years in their 40s and 50s to like realize these type of things so good for you for like doing it and taking it in your own hands so young like to you know become more spiritual or mm-hmm. um whatever but I think you, I guess you've now realized, like, having sex is not, it's not something that sends you to hell. I I don't know. I know a lot of my listeners are Christian, so I want to be, like, sensitive, but I just don't believe that. That's just not something that I believe. I think it's Mm -hmm. something that's beautiful, and, like, it creates life, and it's, like, fun, and it's enjoyable, and it's pleasurable, and I think, um, I think whoever invented sex wanted it to be that way, Mm -hmm. so... And if anyone, like, in your church or that falls, you know, within the same religion as yours, your family, whatnot, that makes you try to feel 
you know, bad or feel like you committed a sin and just feel like super embarrassed about it, like just keep going back to the part where like you're taking the initiative to unlearn about the mm-hmm. things that you learned about in church. And you know, like, like we said, like, you know, your body best, you know, what's right. And it felt good. Right. Yeah. Like, you didn't feel any differently besides the fact that your cherry was popped. Like besides like the guilt that you might've picked yeah. up from what other people are like putting on you. Yeah. But like, what are they, like, what position are they in to put that guilt on you? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's your life. It's your body. It's your mental mind. Yeah. It's, it's your fucking body. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Like who the, like, that's what makes, I think us so mad is like who, who the fuck else gets a say in your own goddamn body? Like mm-hmm. that makes me want to like punch a wall. <laughs> it's like nobody's fucking business except yours. Yeah. And like, Hey, like there, there are people like, yeah, you said you, you go to BYU and you like, it's not really common for like other women at your college to talk about it or they feel like they can't talk about it. But, hey, I'm sure there are so many other girls out there that feel the same way that you do. Yeah, yeah definitely. But they're definitely. not talking out in, like, in active, like, fear or mm-hmm. a shame or, or shame. Or so good for you. Yeah. Honestly, really, like, major props. Like, yeah, clap, claps clap. and snaps. Like, major props for you. And uh, just know, like, we're always going to be here, you know, talking about sex and, like, advocating and cheering you on for, like, coming into your own sexuality and being confident about it. Um because it is something to be confident about. It's something to celebrate, honestly. Like, that's how I feel about sex. And I know that is so, like, like almost rare to mm-hmm. feel like that. Um, I think you're um, honestly on the right... I think mm-hmm. you're honestly on the right track. And just, like, honestly, something that could be interesting is going, like, the complete opposite of how you were raised and listening to things like that. Like, there are some very, like... Even for me, I'm like, whoa! Like, listening to some people talk about sex... I'm not, I don't think I can name anybody off the top of my head. Maybe like Shan Booty on, if it's like B-O-O-D-Y, I think on YouTube, she like really openly talks about sex or just seeing like women who are around the same age, like someone that you can maybe relate to in terms of lifestyle, just being openly, like openly talking about sex and just kind of going the extreme opposite of how you're raised just to like maybe find a balance, you know, if that makes sense. But I think you're on the right path and just know like, uh, I don't know. It's so hard because I don't want to like, like, I don't want to shit on religion. It just like makes me sad, you know, that yeah. there's this whole guilt around sex. But maybe a, a way for you to feel less guilty. I mean, if I don't know if you have this like option like available to you, but if you do have like a woman to talk that you can talk to at school that is that follows your religion and knows exactly where you're coming from and has had sex primarily. I think it's really helpful if you were to talk to someone that can be that be, is able to relate to you. Yeah. And like know where you're coming from and you guys can identify within each other. I think that can like diminish some of the guilt that you may be feeling. Anyway, our heart goes out to you girl and you're doing the best you can and you're definitely on the right track and just keep, you know, exploring your own spirituality and what that means for you. Again, like find your own shit. Like find your own spirituality. Yours can be different than anyone else's. Like you don't have to confine like one you know, one way or another. So, ooh, this will be a fun one. Hi, Heaney. Love your podcast. My question for you and Catherine, what has been your most scandalous sexcapade thus far? As for me, I want to be more adventurous, but I keep having too much anxiety about leaving the comfort of my home, lol. Still haven't had car sex yet, and we've been together for three years, lol. Because I can't stop thinking about someone possibly seeing us, lol. Any advice? I think between the two of us, we've got some good ones. Okay, about the car sex thing, like, don't feel guilty if it's been three years, because... I think the first time I had car sex was 
like three years into it and that's the last time i had car sex because it was ain't that hype for me dude what i love it oh Sage hell and i no. used to have car sex all the time but that's because we couldn't have sex yeah. in our houses see that's yeah that's so, the reason why, like, i've always had like sexy. a readily available yeah. place to have sex and so when <laughs> very we did comfortable it, we did it, like we could have been in like i think we the first time we did it was my my freshman year of college and oh really yeah and oh. we we went like he had all his roommates he had five roommates uh and they were all up like, in their apartment and everything. That and we could have just went in his room and had sex, but then I, I don't know. I just felt some kind of way, and I wanted yeah. to have it in the car. And when I had it in the car, I was kind of like, oh fuck, we should have just and, like done it there. Unless you have like a fucking limousine or something like that. But like, I like <laughs> I like car out. sex a <laughs> oh, lot. No way, dude. We had some good fucking sex in the car. We literally would have car sex at least once a week. I maybe I think the only reason like I really liked the car sex was like well you had it in like a secret place like, yeah 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 hidden. it like, was very secretive yeah like I think the only reason like we're like only situation where car sex would like entice me would be like if there were like and if my cars were barely like the windows were barely tinted and people could see <laughs> me and whatnot and like I you would like, want people to see you yeah kind of hot oh, or like shit. risk seeing oh it, my you know? god sexy but okay, no like bitch. now i live in like this suburb and yeah yeah I not like, appealing <laughs> not <laughs> yeah i live in like the, the neighbor's kids watching yeah. you not yeah. yeah on both sides of me i have like two families with like six kids each yeah. and so what's your most scandalous sex oh oh wait <laughs> recently actually last year i don't know what i think i don't know i was like just really happy and joyful and nick was pretty drunk and everything like that but we had sex at Virginia's wedding oh in, my god in the forest yeah. yeah and like that's fucking hot like love i love that for you like we just went back we followed the lights back into that the was forest. literally so scandalous there's like a <laughs> grandma's aunts my mom my dad like all the family uh-huh Ooh. And we just went in the back. I thought when Nick brought it up at first, I thought he was joking because usually he's not like the whole PDA kind of type. Yeah. And I'm usually like, kiss me and suck my titties in public. <laughs> but like when we did it, I thought he was just joking the entire time until he literally pulled up my dress and we started having sex like up against this like mossy tree. <laughs> and so we had sex Dude. and I could see, I was literally just watching the whole dance floor from like 100 yards, maybe like 50 yards away and... We just, that is, like, yeah. we just got it on and I'm literally like it was it was romantic it was hot yeah. and then we went back to the party and went back to the dance floor and I didn't know a thing until you told me later <laughs> yeah and yeah she didn't Rohini, because she was I was really drunk, drunk. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I was having the time of my life that's like the most recent dude one. that's so hot yeah I when mean, he told me I screamed I know I'm like I thought no Nick brought it up at first I wasn't gonna tell you because I'm like it's her wedding I don't want to take her shine no I love it <laughs> I love it that's what I want people to do at my wedding <laughs> that's but, awesome yeah we haven't really done anything crazy in like, I know, like many we, years. Yeah, like we live with our hands. Like, we have a safe, exciting. comfortable, warm place to have sex every night. <laughs> like sometimes when I'm feeling scandalous, like we'll have sex on the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, like we'll have sex like in random rooms in the house. But my most scandalous one time we had sex in the ferry parking lot. That was which one on the Michael Teo side? Yeah, like, fun. and then we had sex. at night. Um, no, it was an afternoon. What? It's kind of tinted windows, though. <laughs> and then um, we had sex one time in a hammock when we were in Mexico. How? I know. It was really hard. I was on top, and it didn't last long because it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. But his entire, like, his mom and little brother was inside, and we were, like, outside having sex, like, in the middle. Like, it was, like, late afternoon. Pretty sexy. We used to do so much crazy shit at the beginning because, like, you just want to have sex everywhere. But now we're like, ah, yes, bedtime. Yeah, like, perfect in my bed, lights down low, window cracked a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Only the sheets on me because the comforter too thick. (laughs) Exactly. Like, for advice. She she wants to be more adventurous. 
Any oh. advice? She um, just wants to have more sex. I part? think honestly, I would be really nervous now about <laughs> you drunk fish. I think I'd be nervous <laughs> about people seeing me now. Like I'm way more in my head about those kind of things now. Mm-hmm. I'm way more of a rule follower than I was in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think finding somewhere where no one's gonna see you, but it's still public. It's just you. It's just fun. Yeah, like one of my like weird kinks or like fantasies was like, I wanted to always have public sex. Like to like. Whether yeah. that being, like, your friends that are in the other room or you're at a party mm-hmm. or it's, like, something that, like, you're not supposed <gasps> to do, but you just break the rules anyways. Like, that was, like, always, it still is. Arriba. <laughs> Maybe if, if you don't really have, like, a list of kinks or even one or two kinks, like, or, like, what's that called? Fantasies Fantasy, of your own. Yeah. Make a list. Get get a list. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do some research. <laughs> yeah, do some research. Like, whether it is, like, looking up articles or watching porn or whatever. Whatever turns you on, write that down. Yeah, write or, that shit down. Or, you know, down. mental note that. Talk to your partner about possibly, like, fulfilling one of those. Mm. God, it's getting hard to read. <laughs> Hi, Heen and Catherine. So, I have a question. I'm super embarrassed to ask, but whatever, I trust you. Um, <laughs> I'm currently hooking up with a guy right now. I took his virginity, and it's a juicy story, but that's for another time. However, every time we have sex in a certain position, I always queef and it's super embarrassing. It happens when we go to switch positions. Every time it happens, I make a loud noise and just hope he doesn't hear it. Any tits, tits. <laughs> Any tips on how to stop it from happening or make it less awkward? I've only met this guy four times now and I'm not comfy with him yet. Please help. Dude, queefing is oh so normal. Oh my god, yeah, what? I'm like queef I queef queen. Every- <laughs> <laughs> and plus... Let me just guess queef, the position queef. that you were going in. Yeah, let me just guess. One, two, three. Doggy. Doggy, right? Yeah, Everything. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do it again. Let me just guess the position you were in. One, two, three. Doggy. Doggy style, mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah, that's like notorious Every time. for it's queefing. Not, it's not biologically possible, anatomically possible to not queef when you're doing that. It's just a shirt up the angle. Like If, it you're, if he's happens. hitting it good, it's, it's, it's queefing. Just... That's a sign. <laughs> Like you're queefing oh if he's hitting it good. It's just bit. normal. It, yeah, it's, it's science. So normal. Literally, like, if you make a fart noise with your armpit, like, it's the same concept. Like, yeah. there's always, there's just air. And, like, honestly, I just joke about it. I still get a little bit embarrassed, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I literally will say, you shove so much air in me. That's what I say. And he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, like, at <laughs> first, like, I was definitely embarrassed. Like, yeah. I didn't, I, like, I never tried to, like, cover it, but I would, like, I'd be shocked. Like, I didn't feel it even coming on. And, like, you I would You can't hear feel it. it. There's no way to yeah. feel it. And then I just, like, look at him and make eye contact, and he, he didn't make any kind of face. He didn't laugh. He didn't, you know, bring anything yeah. up about it. And he just, like, knew, like, it was, like, normal. That just, like, made me feel confident or made me feel less awkward in the situation. So now whenever I queef, n- neither of us even fucking flinch or, like, <laughs> bat an eye. We're just like, mm, yeah, hit it It's good. just normal. <laughs> I know. Hit it good. So don't be embarrassed, basically. Yeah. Everyone does it. You're going to be queefing for the rest of your life, girl. <laughs> so, Some people can queef on command. I'm yeah, not one of those my, people. One of my friends from Hawaii can do that on demand. It's kind of weird. I accidentally, I can accidentally queef when, when I'm not having When I do certain, like, yoga poses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certain yoga poses, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, I'll be rolling around on the floor, like, cleaning or, like, just, like, on my phone. And all of a sudden, I'm just like, poof. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Loki feels good. <laughs> Finish mine. Oh shit. Missy, um, don't you worry. It's don't be embarrassed. It happens to everyone. And just like honestly, if you're comfortable with, with just saying like, yo, <laughs> this is your fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you made me do this. Yeah. It's just natural. 
Just like a fart. There's literally no tips on how to make it not happen because it's just gonna happen. Yeah. There's it's just unavoidable and doggy is the superior position in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely worth it. (laughs) Yeah, worth worth worth. Is doggy your favorite position? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Fuck, it's the best. The best. Okay. Last question. Hi, Heeny. Here are my questions. Oh, she has three. Okay. How to spice up your sex life when you're very vanilla. Hee hee. <laughs> Number two. Okay, my vag always burns after sex. I've talked to my friends about it, and some of them have the same experience, but some don't. Is that an everyone thing, or am I just allergic to penis? <laughs> <laughs> Number three. I read the chapter that you suggested on the female orgasm, and me and my partner tried it, but could not figure it out. We ended up bur- busting out laughing and just giving up. Can you go into more detail on this, please? I love you and can't wait for your new episode. Okay, three questions. How to spice up your sex life when you're very vanilla. I think this goes back to like one of the other questions where we're saying like do some of your own personal research, personal searching and make a list of things that you find hot or sexy and turn you on yeah turn you on and make a list like a bucket list and execute those things yeah like, just bring it up like don't yeah. be scared to bring things up yeah like the other we person's can rec- gonna find it hot yeah guaranteed. Like, we can recommend things that like we would like want to do and everything like that but those are like our personal things that get us turned on but there's always going to be something different for each I will individual say a new, person a new location always mm-hmm. is yeah. nice if you're in a new bed, that's always good. Like, if you're on just mm-hmm. a little, I don't know how old you are, but if you're on, like, a little weekend trip or, like, just anything, that always... Or having sex when you're not supposed to be having sex. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like what? What do you mean? Like, like, we could be, like, in a new place or, like, when there's, like... Is this, like, hide so it? Fucked up. Or, yeah, like, when you have to hide it or, like, when you have family in another room. Oh, or, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It sounds, like, so, like, ew, is she fucked no, up? No, 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 but it's because you have to, like, keep it quiet, which yeah. makes it hot. Yeah, oh, when totally. the maid covers your mouth. Ah. Oh my god. Okay, number two. My vag always burns after sex. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> girl, I'm only laughing because same. Because... <laughs> really? Yes, occasionally. But girl, it might, are you going pee yet after you go oh. to sex? I wish this was a live like radio thing. Girl. Like, 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 okay, next phone call. We could do that. I wish we could talk to them. Well, I want to do a live event sometime, so you could come. In person, does that mean? Mm-hmm. Ah, not to see their faces. What do you see my face? But... I don't know why your vagina burns unless you're having sex or after. I mean, <laughs> I said edit that out. I don't know why your vagina burns unless you're having. <laughs> I don't know why your vagina burns unless you're going pee after. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense, girl? Kicked in. I'm scientific. We're fucking screaming. The beginning of the podcast is gonna be like. Now we're like. <laughs> Screaming. Okay, are you going shishi? <laughs> Some of your friends that maybe don't are going shishi, <laughs> and the ones that aren't—they don't aren't know what burning, shishi means. They probably not shishi going means shishi. Pee, by the way, so shishi after you have sex because you might get a UTI <laughs> and you might still have some of that, like you know, that personal lubricant, some of that spit up oh, in there yeah. and bacteria, and it. Just okay, get... wait. My vagina only burns when we use like a weird lube. Oh. I've never had that burn, like, normally. Mine's not, like, I don't know what you're talking about, like, burns. Well, you did all caps burns. Like, yeah, so that makes like, it sound kind of extreme. Oh, but, like, what are, like, uncomfortableness? Or were you just like, oh, itch? Sore, yeah. Okay, no, mine only, like, does weird shit when we use lube. Like, are you saying, like, after you have sex, like, you always get... But burns, I feel like that's, like... Intense. Maybe you are allergic to penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should just go the other route. Butthole? <laughs> no, no, no. Butthole. <laughs> Just try the butthole. <laughs> um, oh, maybe my God. I'm depends. getting too drunk to give good advice. But also, your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> your vagina. 
Maybe. What kind of sex are you having? Because if you're doing sex by switching from butthole to Okay, vagina, I don't think so. Okay, but you never know. That. She should have said it more clearly. <laughs> Girl, come on. But if she is, you're definitely going to get some burning. Yeah. That's not good for you. So, um, get cranberry juice? Question mark. <laughs> The raw cranberry. I don't have any advice for this, honestly. Okay, my vagina always burns after sex. I've talked (laughs) to my friends about it, and some of them have. I think oh, condoms. If you're using a condom, sometimes the like lube and chemicals in that would make my vagina burn. Oh, I don't know. So that might be a factor. Are you using a condom? We need to. We need to ask you these questions. We'll follow up with you. We will follow up. Please, please reply. Please follow up. I hope this email finds you well. Um, please follow up kindly in your own time. Boy. All the best, Rohini. Is that an everyone thing? It's definitely not it's an definitely everyone not thing. Anything. I also don't think you're allergic to penis, but it might be something else. We just gotta dive more deep. We just need in. more deets, girl. We're, you know, caffeine MD. What's that called? MDs? Yeah. Masters and doctors or something? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) MD. We have doctor clinic here. (laughs) Both of our eyes are like half closed. (laughs) Okay. Number three. I read the chapter that you suggest on the female orgasm and me and my partner tried but could not figure it out. Can you go more into detail on this? I'm... I'm... Well, okay. I never read it. Basically, it's like the best way for a man and a woman... I guess, to have this orgasm time or woman and woman, whatever, just to get a girl off, basically. Um, The girl, like, lays on her back Mm -hmm. with her legs, her knees up. What? Yeah, yeah. And then your partner goes on your left side and then uses their, like, whatever hand, whatever dominant hand or whatever, and, like, coming from that way, like, on your left side, and then they go up to the, like, top. Like, on this side? Or (laughs) 2 o'clock? Like, over here. Yeah, that's 2 o'clock. But from which way? <laughs> if someone's looking at your vagina, at 2 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, if someone's looking at your vagina, yeah, 2 o'clock, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you start with a, a paper thin, like, literally the weight of, like, a paper. That's what it says. And you, like, do that much pressure, like, slow, gentle circles, like, paper thin, just, like, continuous, and that's basically, and, like, just have patience, and it talks about how, like, you talk about having zero expectations and, like, just being really calm and, like, chill and that's like the whole thing so anyway that whoa there's an article on there's this? an article about it and literally sage maybe maybe sage maybe maybe orgasm <laughs> like a couple times before that but once he read that every single time girls take a lot longer they need a lot more yeah. stimulation they need a lot more like foreplay foreplay and that's totally normal but i never knew that like that it would say that in the article mm-hmm. and because, I mean, it always does take long. I can't just, like, just jump right into, like, fucking yeah. Brrr, yeah, no up way. down there, no you way. know? <laughs> so, like, Also, this article, slow. if you're confused, it's from the Tim Ferriss 4-Hour Body book. And you can literally Google Tim Ferriss 4-Hour Body Female Orgasm. And it'll come up with the article. But literally change the game. And also, I would like to add that eight years later now almost, my orgasms are only getting better and better each time. Would you agree? Yeah. I literally had like the most mind-blowing orgasm the other day. I literally texted you. I was like, holy fucking shit. I just orgasmed three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Like insane. Because you think like, oh, like once you have an orgasm, you're like, okay, it can't get better than that. Like, but then all of a sudden you have this like unprecedented like feeling. It just sets just, the like, bar for the next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, gets oh. better and better. I hope it gets better than this, but, like, hey, like, your body can do amazing things, Mm -hmm. and... Honestly, females, ladies out there, 
be hashtag feel feel hashtag blessed that you can have these orgasms. Mm-hmm. I it's, bet you they're way better than it male. is. It's literally yeah. scientifically mm-hmm. proven. It's scientifically proven that female orgasm is better because number one, it's longer. The male mm-hmm. orgasm is like what, like ten seconds. It's way mm-hmm. longer, and also it's different. Like there's like different types of female orgasms, and like the male. What orgasms is those different types? Because I like, know I have them, but I like they feel different. But like, what yeah, are they? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read that. I need to research it more. But yeah. just know, hashtag blessed to have a clit. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, mm-hmm. I'm gonna end out this episode. Um, we've answered literally so many questions. We've had some drinks. It's been a whole day, <laughs> literally a whole day. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being on the podcast, Kath. Thanks for having me and asking these juicy questions. I know, it's been so fun. I know that you guys are going to want Kath to come back on more. So just comment, say we want Kath to come back on. Because I just know you're gonna, because I love our little dynamic. This is how we talk all the time. (laughs) Um, we're always laughing and I love her so much. Bestie for the restie. Yeah, so hope you guys enjoyed. Hope we answered some juicy questions. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, and then I just do this intro. This is going to sound funny because I'm drunk. (laughs) Or outro. Thanks for tuning in to Acting My Age with me, Rokini Elise. See you next week. (laughs) That sounded so different than when I'm not drunk. What the fuck? Oh, my God.